Hi guys, and welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. Happy end of summer. Really crazy. Where did the year go? And here on the back end of the podcast, I kind of feel like I am under construction. I am redoing the podcast setup. I can't wait to show you guys on YouTube and TikTok, our new beautiful podcast setup. I'm super excited to show it. I'm obsessed with the look. Um, It's wild because I feel like the aesthetic of what I had this podcast has really changed. The podcast has really changed. I feel like my ability to speak on the mic as I stumble my words has really changed. And you know, even the concept of the podcast has really changed. How many times did I have to say that? Anyways, so we are kind of under construction in a little rebranding moment, maybe a little bit, always trying to get 1% better. So no brand new episode this week, but you have a beautiful re-edited episode about being selfish and having self-love and how to avoid burnout by being selfish. Honestly, really important topic because I think selfish gets a really bad rap. Being selfish, I mean taking care of the self, putting yourself first. And this allows us to show up better in our work, better in our relationships, And that's really what I mean by being selfish. And this will help you to avoid burnout. So without further ado, check out this re-edited episode. Welcome to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. I'm your host, Marley Fragging, and I'm here to help you filter out all the bullshit and become the next It Girl. This podcast explores the reality of what it really takes to make it out there. As it turns out, it is way less Instagramable than I thought it was going to be. I'm still very much a work in progress, but there's simply nothing else I'd rather be doing than chasing my dreams. So let's learn from my mistakes and work together to achieve our dreams with more confidence, clarity, and direction. Let's get after it. All about the self. We mean self-love, self-worth, you know self-love because that's, I think the underlying thing, but saying self-love makes me low key want to vomit. It's kind of gross. I, I think it's gross because it's been coined like a meme, not really because like it's actually a gross concept. It's just, it's become overused and things that are overused make me feel cringy. Okay. But point being, we've been focused on the self this month. You know, being a little selfish. I felt like this was an important topic to cover because selfishly, it's not something I'm great at. Um, But what does that actually look like? The self-love, selfish, self-worth thing. Like I said, I'm not the best of it. I've often forgotten uh, how to take care of myself. You know, overcommitting myself, burning out, partying too hard, not sleeping enough. But in reflection, uh, that is just, that's too much for me. And, you know, it has caused me to really burn out. And the type of burnout I'm talking about isn't really like, oh, like I've been working so hard. Like I just know I need to stop because I'm burning out. Like I'm all those self-help books, key term for like untouchable. And then I get to the crash and burn part of burnout, not just like a light Kindle. I'm talking like a harsh, harsh, harsh burnout and just kept not doing the exact behaviors that led me to this place of deep, deep forest fire burnout. And, you know, I found that when I get to this place, I am in 
insanely riddled with anxiety. I have myself, negative self-talk is horrible. Um, and if I prevent that from happening with self-love and self-worth and um, focusing on maybe me, maybe that won't happen. I have had guests on talking about this and, you know, how to actually respect your energy. Now, what would it actually look like if for all of the people who are burning themselves to a crisp actually stopped and took the time to care about themselves, you know, put their life jacket on first? So here are some simple changes that I recommend to take to being selfish. Also, little note here, selfish gets a really negative rap. Like you're being a selfish friend. That's not what I mean. I mean, taking time to take care of yourself so you can put the life vest on first to help others or to do whatever you need to do in life. So back to the list. Here are some simple changes I'm making to be selfish. Okay, I'm trying to work out most every day. I want to say I'm trying to work out every day, but that would be a fucking lie. Um, Just being consistent and getting a little bit of movement. I think especially in LA when there's a million big, big workout classes and, you know, people are extremely fucking fit. You can go to those workout classes, pay at least $30 all the time. And like, you kind of give yourself that like pat on the back. Like I worked out, I worked out really hard too. And once you are in a place where your life is really, really busy, you're not going to make it to that workout class. So getting a little consistent movement, that being going for a walk, um, I started answering emails when I walk. I'm still looking. I'm not getting hit by the cars. I don't walk on busy streets. Um, you know, you just want to make sure you're getting some kind of movement. And then also like, I will literally work out for 20 minutes. Like I, that's not like a great accomplishment, but I'm doing it consistently. And that's really helpful. But I found that a little light workout, no matter how hard or how unhard you go is better than no workout. So Whatever it is, walk, light YouTube workout at home, whatever. If you can make it to that class before your day, it's very beneficial. But the thing that I'm trying to get at here is the consistency of taking care of the self by working out in whatever little capacity for small increments of time consistently is more important than making it to that one really cool, bougie hit class that you paid $45,000 for whatever. That's being selfish. Like you're taking that little time to care for yourself. Um, something else I have implemented. Um, I'm trying to meditate every morning. No longer than 10 minutes. I Like meditation, I feel like everybody's fucking talking about it. Everybody's always talking about it. Like it's so good for you. I don't believe in the whole lie down on the floor, take 30 minutes to meditate shit. When I say I'm meditating every day, I literally grab my phone and I pull up the same two YouTube videos I watch every day. And sometimes in that 15 minutes when I first wake up and I can't get out of bed, I just like plug my AirPods in so I don't wake up my boyfriend and just listen to it to wake me up. I'm not kidding you. And I count that as meditation. Then also sometimes like I will make it into the other room and just lie on the floor and just turn it on and lay there and wake up. And listen to it. Or like today, for instance, like I was kind of in a rush and I was like, oh, I don't really have time to take that extra 10 minutes. And it was like, I do have to shower for 10 minutes. So why don't I just play it when I'm showering? 
And that really, I don't know, I'm not even fully paying attention to it every time. What I'm saying is there's not one size fits all for meditation. It's not the just lay there every second. I think just even having like that relaxing music and grounding sound, however you can fit it in to your life and the time of day you find it suits you best. For me, it's the morning. So I set myself up for the day. Great. And like, I'm super into the manifesting meditations right now because I think it helps me remember like, what are the important goals I have right now? Eventually you'll kind of get into a rhythm with it. That being said, I have also started to think a lot about how life is the long game, not the short game. And I talk about that all the time and why am I just having this deeper realization of it now? But obviously my favorite quote is, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I've always actually related that term just to short-term goals. You know, not the big venture. We're not talking the three to five years, but the seven to 15 years. And yet I'm still looking at the sprinty markers of what is a successful career. And the truth is I should be looking at holding the longevity. It's interesting. Sometimes the person who's in the race first, right at the top of the gate, will win. But sometimes it's the person in second or third who has, you know, saved their energy for when they need it or has plotted out how their body best handles this ride that actually pulls ahead at the end. And, you know, when you're so focused at short term goals, like I have been with the marathon sprint mentality, I'm still burning out really quickly. So instead, I'm really trying to look at what are the end goals and what are my little movements every day to help me get there and also my every single moment day choices that will make me not burn out before I get there. Um, Because careers are a long-term thing. You don't want to burn out midway even. So focusing on the long-term goals, not just the short-term goals and what are the tiny steps you can make. So one of the tiny steps I've been working on is kind of like expanding my network And I email one person a day, one person a day that I want to grow my network with. I have heard from somebody who I love and respect that, you know, you should really email three people a day and make one scary phone call to grow your network. There's no immediate changes that are happening to my career. Oh my God, Marley, there is this blockbuster film. Sound the alarms. You're in it. That's not, that's not happening from this one fucking email a day. I'm sending one email a day to one person in the future potentially I'd like to have a relationship with and I like their quality or style of work. And maybe down the line, there'll be something right for us. That sounded really romantic and it's it's not. It's a networking thing. You just have to remember that if you're sending one email a day, five days a week for a whole year, that's a lot of email. I can't do the fucking math. But if you were to take a month and just be like, I'm gonna send out a million emails and be really aggressive and rah, 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 that's not going to come off that way that you want it to versus this like consistent relationship building. And this one email a day does really just kind of center me to be like, yes, I am moving forward on my goals. Yes, I'm taking care of my future self and my current self by building my network. Something else I've been doing is I've been working with a timer recently. There are certain tasks that we all have that we just don't want to do. And if I give myself a month to do it, it will take a month. 
And if I give myself a week to do it, it will take a week. And if I give myself one fucking hour, it will take one fucking hour. And even if I don't completely finish it after one hour, I'm fucking done. So I just set that timer for whatever the true amount of time I believe it will take for me to do it, set it and I do the thing. I'm, I put my phone on work mode or do not disturb and I absolutely do not touch it. And it's only for a certain amount of time and like, you know, it's going to be over and then you can go back to being on Instagram and doing whatever you want. So setting a timer is really, I think, helpful to a lot the amount of time you want to spend on a task you might not want to do. Also, like I said, I've totally picked up multitasking and I don't mean multitasking of doing multiple things. I mean, multitasking and walking around the block or I bought a little desk for my Peloton and I sit there and like I haven't gotten a lot of movement today and like I know I'm going to be in a meeting or something that I'm going to be sitting for or, or for me it's memorizing lines. It really just feels great to be pedaling and a little multitasking with that. Multitasking, light activity and task timer situation gold. All of this I think in order to take care of the self in a relaxing coughing matter. Like we're not talking about making huge, grandiose life changes in short amount of times. We're trying to prevent burnout here is staying consistent. If you want something, you have to stay consistent. Then that relates to fitness. Like that 20 minutes a day is, you know, at the end of the month is X more amount of minutes than if you only did one 60 minute harsh workout versus 20 minutes every single day. If you're slightly overwhelmed, I think there is such a culture of like hustle every day, work so hard, you know, and when you tell people you just like want to take a day off for yourself, like I, I've said that the past month and I've kind of watched people be like, what? Like, I can't do that. Why don't you just take my favorite uh, term from Amy Park uh, is opposite day, you know, just taking an opposite day and doing whatever you need to do that day. So bad, but like they're so resistant because it's not what they should be doing, but then you're doing as I call it now, low battery work. And like low battery work's never gonna be as good. Take an hour off and then I do an hour of work. That's all I need. But like the more time you take for yourself, the less you will have to take a week off because you're having a mental breakdown because your job's so stressful, your family's so stressful. We're trying to prevent that by caring for ourselves along the way. That being said, you have to keep putting yourself first. Like, even if you have to turn down going out, hanging out with friends to like keep yourself from this deep pivoting waves and instead just staying in like little rolling waves, do it, you know, because sometimes being around people alone can just make you exhausted. So you have to kind of like check with yourself, like, is that going to drain my mental battery? You know, all these ideas of how to be selfish that I've thought of have come from things, honestly, I didn't do for a long time. And honestly, we'll see what's next. But maybe some of this like resonates with you. But reflecting back to the guests we've had on things I've heard time and time again is no two people are the same. Yet we're kind of all trying to fit in the same box. No two people's fitness goals are the same. No two people's bodies are the same. No two people's mental health is the same. And no two people's personalities are the same. You can't fit into any box. And, you know, this relates to mental health and fitness and our bodies and, you know, whatever works for influencer X might not work for you because we're not the same. At the end of the day, you just have to listen to yourself. You can't listen to other people's voices. That's what Kinley was talking a lot. You have to listen to the voice in your head that, you know, and your gut, like, what is it telling you to do? You know, 
However, I think that's a tricky thing. I'd love to have somebody on the podcast to talk about. Like sometimes we have voices in our heads and we have feelings in our gut and they're not the same. Um, So I'm pretty 50-50 on that. But focusing on the self, you know, it seems really Instagrammable. But the truth is it's a very offline by yourself thing. I don't think anybody can photograph or make a reel of what it actually looks like to take care of yourself because it's kind of like up in the clouds and also it's not one size fits all. So and also if you have to post your self-care ritual to feel like you're self-caring for yourself, I'm concerned for you. And if you're looking at those influencers that have all these routines and and you're like, I just I would never have time for that. I am as equally concerned for you. There's a balance of like doing the the trends of self-care and doing what you need. I don't think we need to like quit our every job and every commitment we have ever had in order to take care of ourselves. Maybe let's just produce and let, let's on the other hand, let's make sure to self-care for ourselves and still be a person in our communities and have good relationships and have good friends. So what I think taking care of the self is when it really comes down to it is what you can do for yourself in order for you to feel good, to do your best work, to be a good friend and family member. That's what we're really talking about is really taking care of you so that you can feel fucking fabulous, not feel like you're faking it in any aspect of your life. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Confessions of a Wanna Be It Girl. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can also find visual episodes on YouTube and check out our clips on TikTok. We'll see you guys next Tuesday.